everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the things you guys have heard me talk about a lot here on the show is the public versus private argument within high school sports and the idea of whether or not competitive balance really reaches the level that it needs to to make things fair for every school in the state to compete in every sport and get the same chance as the other. To discuss that more and talk about articles that he has written in the Independent and the Repository, we go to the phone line, we bring in Chris Easterling from the Maslin Independent. Chris, how are you this morning, sir? Doing great, John. How are you doing? Good. Doing well. Thanks for joining the program today. Thanks for wanting to talk about this. This is um, something that people have been trying to get an accurate discussion about for years now. And uh, I think that you've put together a, a pretty comprehensive set of articles here that tell a lot about this and kind of explain this from a number of different voices. Kind of tell my listeners what you've done and, and where people can read more. Well, uh, you know, I, I sort of set out that it sort of came to me in late May. Uh, you know, I wanted to do something this summer, kind of delve into an issue, you know, a, a big issue, kind of take a big bite out of something uh, or at least do a deep dive onto, you know, an issue that was germane to uh, to high school sports uh, and, uh, and, you know, we're in, we're entering the fifth year of the, the 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 competitive balance system that the OHSA installed, where you know there's seven sports, seven or eight, I can't remember, one of those two numbers. Uh, basically, the team sports uh, that that the OHSA sponsors, you know, they have this competitive balance formula where, you know, you can go up a division based on, you know, how many kids who aren't originally from your district uh, that are that are on a, a respective roster and but this this subject has always sort of intrigued me because i i think both sides have truths in their argument and i, I think there's some half truths that both sides tell and you know i think sometimes you know there's just some i don't want to say outright lies but you know there's just distortions that you know, you know that, that that they they try to project to to, to make their point yeah, as we do in a lot of different uh, arguments uh, we we make. But I just kind of wanted to do a deep dive on this subject and and talk to a lot of people across the state on both sides to just kind of see how we got to this point. What are some of the true true issues within the issue? And, uh, you know, such as, you know, where do, you know, kids, how do kids get to private schools? How much is open enrollment in public schools? You know, how much is that sort of, you know, kind of lessened the public school's argument when you, you say, well, you know, you can get kids from anywhere also. And then today's story obviously was was on, uh, you know, touching on the recruiting aspect of it and, you know, how that uh, – you know how much what what was true about recruiting in high school sports and what's not, and then tomorrow's story 
not to give away the farm, basically, you know, ask the question, is, is competitive balance even realistically attainable? And, uh, you know, I, that's something that, you know, talking to, you know, a couple dozen different people, in, you know, uh, across the state, you know, I, I don't know if it really is. And, you know, but but I wanted to, to just kind of spell out the issue and, and really, you know, put it kind of as best I could put it under the microscope. Well, and, and this has been a debate that anyone who spent any time in a high school locker room, anybody that spent any time in a high school press box on a Friday night or any other night of the week, they understand that this is an issue that everyone is talking about. And it's, it's constantly evolving and people are constantly trying to find the answer to it. And I feel like each and every year, Chris, as much as we try to add on to why we're doing this and, 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 and I, I hope you can answer this, but when it, when it comes to competitive balance, it seems like we get further away sometimes from actually solving the issue than we do from just, pointing at what the issue is straight on. And I think that's what part of the problem is. Was that somewhat of what you found? What I found, I mean, basically, you know, the got down to brass tacks with, with whenever I did one of the interviews, and like I say, I tried to talk to an equal number of administrators and coaches on both sides of the equation, both public and private. You know, I tried to cover, a, you know, a wide swath of the state, you know, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbus, Akron Canton area, obviously. Um, and the question I posed to each one of them was, can you really have competitive balance? I, I mean, and I thought Brad Birchfield and, uh, said it best. Uh, he's the head coach at Bishop Hartley football in uh, Columbus. He goes, isn't competitive balance an oxymoron? I mean, if you think about it, competitive is, is competition. You're trying to win, but at the same time, you're trying to balance it and make it equal to everybody. And I, I you know, he goes, "Is that even possible?" Because there are always going to be inherent, you know. And there, I, I don't come down on one side or the other, but is it even possible to have competitive balance? There's always going to be haves and have nots. And that might sound a little nihilistic, but I mean, even in an NFL, take, let's take the NFL for example. It's as design parity design driven as any professional sports league, any league in in, in the world is trying to drive for parity. And there are haves and have nots. Now let's take it to high school. Okay, say so you separate public and private in the tournament, which is where it would it would happen. There are still going to be programs that are the haves and programs that are the have-nots. I mean, it's just because of resources, because of just natural talent that lives within their communities, because of coaching, because of what this, that, or the other. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, you have seen, I will say, with the new system, you can see at the lower levels that it's working. It, or it, it, there is imperial ev empirical evidence that maybe it's working because public schools are winning a lot more of the smaller division championships in many sports, football in particular. But as you get up to the biggest division, 
you know, what, what, what really can you do? Uh, you know, I, I know I'm kind of going on, but still athletic director Kyle Feldman told me in, 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 in a conversation, he pointed out, he goes, look, we're a division one school. What can we do? I mean, there's just, I mean, there's not another division that the, you know, like a super division one where you can put the St. X's, the St. Ignatius's, the St. Ed's, you know, the elders, what have you. So it's like for the, the, the biggest schools, there's just always going to be kind of that. I, I So while it has worked maybe a little bit in, in, in the smaller divisions, with the bigger schools, it's you know you get the frustration as there's there's really no true resolution to the problem as they see it. The the public school people see it. Well, and 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 that goes back to something as Chris Easterling is my guest here from the the Maslin Independent. It goes back to something that we've all seen too, Chris. I mean, we we all watched the state championship games last year, and yes. we all saw that you know. Obviously, Saint X won Division One, and and they crushed their opponent. They did, like they 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 annihilated them. But then we all saw Division Two, where I thought a really good Maslin team played up against a Hoban team that didn't seem as good from years past, and that Hoban team seemed to be better than any team that played over that weekend. So there are years where teams in Divisions Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, and Seven are potentially good enough to win a division up. So how do you make that fair then in addition? Does a Hoban then jump into that super division or do they stay in division two? You know, there's, you're always going to be fighting that, aren't you? Well, I don't want to get, you know, I touched on this in, in tomorrow's story. So I'm, I'm sort of giving a little bit away, but, but Nate Moore, uh, you know, sitting, you know, Nate's obviously coached on both sides of the equation. You know, he was the one that coached LaSalle to its first, uh, its first state football championship in 2014 before coming to Maslin um, where, where he's, you know, the last three years taking the Tigers to the state title game. And, and we were talking about this and he goes, he pointed out, you know, he pointed to California and in California, they have what they call the open division where you can opt in to you can opt in that. the way he explained it and, and the way I've sort of, you know, and researching it a little, you know, a little bit is you can opt in, no matter what division you may be in enrollment base wise, you can opt in if you want to, you know, it's basically a super division. It's basically, you know, a, a, all of the best programs, can come into this division whether you're you're a Saint X or a Kirtland. You know, if a Kirtland wants to come up and say we want to take our swing at Saint X and Hoban and and whatnot, have at it. You know, and he he suggested that as potentially a solution that you could have that in in other sports. You know, TK Griffith, uh, the the Hoban basketball coach, sort of mentioned a, a similar idea of. You know, that, you know, hey, you know, it would be kind of cool that you get these great programs all together. You know, you you, you get a, you know, in basketball, a St. V against a, a you know, a, a, a Hoban, a, 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 you know, a Moeller or what have you. You know, you could. So, you know, there are solutions, but, 
you know, at the same time, you know, I, I don't know. The one thing I do know is the separation talk, and it's been proven out by year, multiple votes over the course of decades. Schools don't want to actually separate the tournament. No. So there's got to be some sort of, of of middle ground reach, and I, I just don't know what that true middle ground is. Maybe it is, you know, like like Nate suggested, you know, kind of an open division. He's like, hey, you want to come on up if you want to, public, private, whomever. You know, I can see a mass one football doing that or, you know, a mentor football. You know, it's not just for pub- privates. It's for publics as well. But, again, I haven't heard any sort of actual uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Discussion. Yeah. Actual, you know, putting something on the – out for, for actual uh, membership vote in the OHSA, though. That that hasn't come down. Chris, uh, I, I don't want to dive in too much more onto because I want people to go and they I want them to read you because I know you've put in so much work on this. Where can they find uh, you on Twitter if, if they want to see more of this and if they want to do a deeper dive into reading about it? I'm at uh, my, my Twitter handle is C Easterling, I N B E. That's C Easter like the holiday with an L I N G, followed by an I N B E. Uh, also, the, the uh, stories are basically on all of the Gannett uh, websites. Uh, in Ohio, really, uh, not just uh, online dot com and cantrep.com, but also the Beacon Journal's website, Nacrin, uh the Columbus Dispatch, Dispatch dot com, and uh, Cincinnati dot com, the uh, Cincinnati Enquirer. So it, it's uh, it's been it's out there. I I, I I hope everybody gets a chance to read it. And uh, like I say, I don't know how many minds it's going to change. I don't know. You know, I know this is one of those we we dig our heels in on our position, but uh, you know, I hope you give it a read because you know a lot of people gave a, on both sides gave a lot of very interesting and, and quite frankly candid and you know answers about a lot of questions. And you know, I think both sides understand this is an issue. They're not, even the, the the private schools, the private powers understand the issue and they appreciate the. The concerns, they just, it, it's just finding that right solution. And, you know, I, I don't know if people, uh, be, you know, if anybody has the, the, the perfect one. Chris Easterling from the Maslin Independent. Uh, I always appreciate the time, my friend, and uh, keep up the great work. And, and I look forward to reading the next installment of the articles as well. I appreciate it, John.